Oh, yeah, big game tonight. Las Vegas Raiders, Green Bay Packers. Sandy Mack, Steve on uh, Monday edition. Bob Brainerd, all-time big sports guy. Bob, how long have you been doing this job? Oh, Steve, um, if you want to count when I was calling <laughs> ping-pong matches in my basement, then mm. most, of my, most of my life, yeah. That's good. So now you, you are someone who knows of what they speak. So as a consumer of sports, as a talker of sports, as a fan of sports, I'm assuming, what are your thoughts about what might happen on the synthetic turf in the Raiders' new, newish stadium? Tonight's. First of all, I appreciate the Elvis walk-up music. That was. <laughs> That's all that Sandy was, Max. That, I, I knew it. I, I just, I just knew Sandy would know where the vibe should be as we head into this. Segment. Were your hips swiveling? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> just, just, it's still morning, so just, just a little bit. Set um, the tone, though. You know. Yeah. For, first of all, the the scheduling is as funky as it can get because the last time the Packers played was Thursday. So then they didn't play Sunday. They didn't play yesterday because they play Monday. Then they have a bye week next week. So this is going to be three Sundays in a row without Packer football, which is odd, but gives us all a reason to go to church and not have excuses. Anyway, that being said, um, I, I'm, I'm going to be looking at a lot of things in this, this Packers Raiders matchup. I, I want to see if Matt LaFleur figures out that he has two talented running backs and that he uses them, them more and doesn't abandon the run game like he did against Detroit. I, I was baffled at Aaron Jones. Now, no, Aaron Jones is dinged up and he's not 100%, but you still have A.J. Dillon and you still have the threat back there to make things more comfortable for Jordan Love. And I just I couldn't believe how quickly he, he just totally ditched the run game against the Detroit Lions. Uh, so I think for, for me, first and foremost, let's try to get Jones involved a lot sooner. If, if he can't give you the production that we're used to seeing, then get A.J. Dillon involved a lot more. Because I think the Raiders are going to be uh, uh, running this football a lot with Josh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he's, kinda, he's coming off of a uh, concussion protocol, so he's a little dinged up. So I think the Raiders will lean on the run game. Can Matt LaFleur do that and not just – throw the ball into Jordan Love's hands and say, okay, throw it all over the field 50 times. Can he? <laughs> I guess that's the question. <laughs> he can't. He can, but he shouldn't be. I mean, I mean, the, Matt LaFleur needs to make life simpler for Jordan Love. And by simpler, it's two things. One, get the run game involved so he doesn't have to throw it that many times. He don't put as much pressure on his arm. And two, the defense, which is the other thing, Sandy and Steve, that I'm going to be looking at is the defense. I've said all summer long and throughout training camp that the best way to make Jordan Love feel comfortable in football games is that you lean on the defense. Win some low-scoring football games. We, we have had two quarterbacks in the state of Wisconsin, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, for 31 years where you could lean on the quarterback to win you football games. And a lot of times, those two guys did just that. They've invested a lot of money. They've invested a lot of draft capital in their defense. It's about time that the defense steps up and you win games 14 to 10, 20 to 10. You know, they, it needs to be more scores like that instead of pinball machine scores. All right. So I know you don't make predictions, but what, like you talked about some of the things you would think the Packers need to do. One of the concerns I have is, is David Bakhtiari is gone now. Do they, they, do they, cobble together a line that can do the things that this team has done in the past, or is this going to be a work in progress the whole season? 
I, I think, Steve, it's going to be work in progress. Um, and and, and as, as far as Bakhtiari, I'm not surprised. I mean, he, he just never, you know, they always put it out there, well, he's practicing well, he's doing some things, he's running around. You know, that to me didn't signal he was all in. Um, I, just, I just didn't feel that he was ever going to get to the point that he would feel like himself again. So this news wasn't a surprise. But that being said, I think the line is good enough and it's okay without the Packers having to go out and find a veteran lineman. And here's the other reality. We're looking at, you know, we're about a third of the season in. There's just not offensive linemen out there. The trade deadline is Halloween. So if you want to go and trade for somebody, that's a possibility. I just don't know if the Packers do that. I think that they, they get Jenkins back and they get him, him healthy, and then they're okay with the offensive line. Not great, not as great as it could be with Bakhtiari in there, but good enough to hold up to keep Jordan Love upright. Okay, so Bob, I'll be watching for Aaron Jones. I'll be watching for defense, but I've heard that the Raiders stink. So should I be concerned that the Packers are going to play to their level of competition? Or should I just be like, oh, this is going to be a walk in the park. Brand new stadium, 80% Packers fans in the stands. This will be great. No worries. Sandy, I'm glad you pointed out because there's going to be a I know personally a lot. I'm sure you two do as well. There's a lot of people that have gone out to Vegas because it's a Packer game and you get to put Vegas <laughs> Put Vegas in the mix. I mean, this is the perfect combination for folks from Wisconsin. Great vacation, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I don't think it's a walk in the park necessarily because I, you know, I think the Packers have to look at the Packers. They don't have to look at the opponent or what or the surroundings or what's going on. They need to clean things up. And I say that because just go back to the Detroit game. There were a lot of Detroit fans there. I I, I get that, but you're still playing at home. You're still playing in prime time. And you looked really bad in that football game. So I think the Packers just need to focus on themselves, focus on what they need to do better, and and do better by stopping the run. David Montgomery chewed them up on the ground with Detroit last week. If Josh Jacobs does the same thing, it could be a long night for this defense. So they got to clean that up, button that up. And then, again, like I say, get your run game going early. Establish that and stick with it and don't get pass-happy. If you do that on both sides of the ball, stop the run, establish the run, I think the Packers can win this football game. Did you happen to see the Sunday night football game last night? I did. I saw enough of it until it was like out of hand, Steve. San Francisco, they are looking as strong as I've seen an NFL football team look in years. They're really good. Uh, the, the defense is really strong. And then you've got McCaffrey in the backfield. You've got Debo Samuel. You've got Brandon Ayub. You've got George Kittle. The tight end gets three touchdown catches. And, and here's the X factor of the wild card, Brock Purdy. You know, they, they, they spent all that draft capital and they had Trey Lance. He ends up getting traded to Colorado, Colorado uh, the Cowboys. But Brock Purdy, the, the, the guy is just, he's not flashy, but he's getting the job done. And they've, they've surrounded him with all these weapons. And this is what I mean about the Packers. The Packers need to lean on their defense, right? Because if they do that, Jordan Love would feel comfortable. I think Brock Purdy feels comfortable because he's got enough weapons around him. He's got a really good defense, so he can just go out there, relax, and perform. If the Packers need to have the Brock Purdy recipe to be successful, how about that? Well, if you have audio of you calling those ping pong games from your team, <laughs> I would love to hear that. Um, not ping pong. <laughs> there, there, there's a cassette tape somewhere, Steve and Sandy, of me doing a, a wiffle ball game. It, oh, it exists, wow. and my friends have it somewhere, and it's 
yeah, it's sports right. casting goal. I think that'd be very awesome. charming. Yeah, very you gotta charming. find you gotta find that Bob and bring that to the show. <laughs> so, right. Steve, I know and, you'd rather be in Vegas watching the game. Are you going to channel some Vegas? Where are you going to watch? I'm going to watch uh, at home, but I'm going to be in Vegas in three weeks, so we missed it. By there three we go. Weeks. Yeah, Bob, hey. Bob, where are you watching tonight? Uh, um, with my fireplace on because it's so chilly, <laughs> but uh, that I'll be comfy, cozy watching at home. All right, well done. Go pack, go. Bob Brainerd, sports guy. What'd you say? Wiffle ball champion. Were you a champion of wiffle ball? No. Of course. Of course. How many? Do you remember how many wiffle balls we used to consume as kids? Oh my goodness! And that we oh, yeah. ta- we tape them up. Oh, Steve, they, they, the one time I remember they came up with a three pack, yes. which was awesome because then I didn't have to keep running back to Ben Franklin to buy a single ball. I remember my dad yelling at me for beating those things up so bad because we all had our little <laughs> little stadiums in our backyards. Bob, yeah. thanks for hanging out with us. Anytime, you two. All right, go pack, Bob Brainerd, sports pack. guy. Bye.